me bring you up to speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! You're worthy, you're worthy. Get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Your tiny Jesus, your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man, he had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. You're listening to 88.5 JFM, and this is Seth Henniger. Also, beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, my good friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. (laughs) Also in the studio, for the very first time in the history of the Varsity, we have two incredible athletes from Crossville, Blake Bolden and Gemma Hood. Say hey, guys. Hey. What's up? Yeah, we've had, I think, one of the most fun uh, pre-shows with these guys. Oh, yeah. It's been Without amazing. Uh, also in the studio, the man who pushes the buttons, who plays the music and does the videos, if you're watching our Facebook Live at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook, the Willy Wonka of radio, <laughs> Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Yes, he's so a pr- glad to be here. I was telling them as we were getting ready for this show, I said, I push the buttons. I push these buttons up here, these buttons down <laughs> here. And sometimes I can push his buttons because I, right. I know how to do it. <laughs> it's okay. We know how to push right back. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so we know what the eye looks like. I, I, I think I best described it one time as, you know that clip from Jurassic Park uh-huh. where the people are in the Jeep hiding for dear life and uh-huh. that Tyrannosaurus Rex comes down. Mm-hmm. In his eyes right there. <laughs> That's what it looks like when Steven gets mad at you. Yeah, the stink eye. It's something to be feared. <laughs> yep. Don't move. He can't see That's you. right. That's right. So all of a sudden, if you do something, I'm just going to freeze. But I'm you know? always listening. I know, see, that's I the know, problem. I always know. listening. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, anyway, hey, we're going to go to Meme of the Week. Yeah. Meme of the Week. Meme all of right. the Meme. As he's pulling that up, I want to tell you about a brand new sponsor. Oh. Well, they're not brand new. They're an oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. The wonderful... The glorious burger from heaven, Char Burger. Uh, you, their uh, phone number is 256 505 4720. They're open Monday, 7 through 7 30, Friday, 7 through 8 30. They have the home, they are the home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings, located at 3848. Alabama Highway 69, Guntersville, Alabama. And we very much love the glorious burger of Charburger. That is true. Yes, it's glorious. Anyway, hey, let's go to Meme of the Week. Let's do it. And uh, I'm going to ask my two uh, friends here, Blake and Gemma. We want to talk about these. And I thought this was hilarious because, you know, if you ever get on the Facebook or you get on uh, Instagram... Right, you got people posting memes all the time. The I said the Facebook. You did. I did that on purpose. You just got 12 gray hairs for doing that. That's right, and I'm okay with that. But the first one is this, and I thought it was so funny. It says, like for Jesus, ignore for Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka, who laid in the bed for decades. Decades. Al- decades, allowing his family to go into poverty, but jumped up the minute they were going to the chocolate factory. When I read that, I laughed so hard, like, <laughs> seriously, right? <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there, I mean <laughs> when you watch Willy Wonka as a yeah. child, like, your disbelief you is suspended. Yeah. I mean, when you get older, it's just like, hey. Come on, Grandpa wait Joe. Wait a minute. <laughs> get your act together. What why, you why is Grandpa Joe all of a sudden, he has he has legs? Right. Why are all these kids dying? Right. Where are they going? Yeah. What? <laughs> What is happening? So much How truth. is this legal? Yes. So, Gemma, tell me about, do you have a love for the Chocolate Factory movie or not so much? Or I mean, I've watched it before a couple of times. It's been a couple of years, but I, I love that just because the specificity of it. Wasn't That's that hilarious? What do you think, Blake? I've grown up watching uh, Willy, Wonka. Willy Wonka and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and I thought, I never really noticed that either. Man, right now would be an appropriate time to play. We like, won't like they're out here. Have <laughs> you ever watched the movie? I watched yeah. the movie several times, and like they're out here eating soup. I mean, like cabbage and hot water. I know. All right. All of a sudden, we're going to a chocolate factory, and Uncle Jack's I like, "Oh, you know, what? I can walk for chocolate. I'll get up for some chocolate." You know, I'm the same way though. I'm the same way. Me too. Like, I can walk for some chocolate. I'm telling you. So. Yeah, anyway, so uh, next up on our list uh, is this one, and I thought I, I got a crack out of it. It's this billboard, and it says, This year, thousands of men will die from stubbornness. And one of them wrote in spray paint, No, we won't. Uh, guilty. Yeah, uh, yes. I, like, I, I, I'll take full What do you think, Blake? Is responsibility that for that. Um... Uh... I gotta disagree. <laughs> <laughs> disagree with the dying or the no, we won't. <laughs> no, uh, definitely won't die. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, we got that. Also, and I thought this was hilarious. So, if you if your car is banged up, we've got a surefire way to make it look incredible. When you mm-hmm. can't afford to fix it, fix it right. <laughs> so, what we're looking at here is a giant dent in someone's door. Now, when I say giant, it's like a like a Prius size hole yes. in someone's door. Yeah. And instead of going and getting that bad boy, you know, bondoed out and, you know, dinged up, <laughs> um, they just got a Thor's hammer and stuck, and it, on stuck it on there. And it looks like Thor was reaching for his hammer and it it made the dent in the car. Is that not so appropriate? Isn't that great? This, this is a glass half full kind of person <laughs> with a can do attitude that says, you know what, I will make the best of a bad situation. Like Resourcefulness if, is very good. I know. Like if I you're know. on a deserted island, this is the guy you want to be on because he won't be like Grandpa Joe. He'll get up. He's gonna get up. He's Whether there's make chocolate it. involved or not, he's the best <laughs> of the situation. What do you think, Blake? What do you think of that meme? I think it's perfect. I'd do the same thing. I think it's genius. <laughs> like why didn't I think of that? Like last year. Uh, anyway, so hey, we're so glad that you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. We've got so much more incredible things coming up. FCA. We'll be on the show in just a few minutes. But you know what else is wonderful about the Varsity, Steven? What's that? The music that oh. you play. Oh, so yeah. let's hit something. Brand new. How about Toby Mac with Neon Feather? It's the remix on Scars right here on the Varsity Radio Show. And we are so privileged to have my good friend Kristen. How you doing? Hey, everybody. I love it when you call in. We've talked about this every time. You really need to make a studio visit. I know. I know. But hey, y'all are making a studio visit this summer, right? Soon and very soon, we hope to. <laughs> We're planning on it. So, yes. anyway, Kristen, tell us what's going on at the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Well, we are like full on in summer mode. I know students are still in school, but hang in there. You just got a couple more maybe days or like another week. Um, But we are already in summer mode. So we're promoting our camps, our sports camps. We have four sports camps. The closest one probably to the varsity um, listening area is the one um, in Albertville. Yes, ma'am. We loved that camp last year. Church. Yeah. Yes. And then the very next week, which might be for some of your um, listening audience, is for Madison East Sports Camp. It's at Hampton Cove School. So if you're a parent that maybe commutes to Huntsville for work or whatever, you can drop your kid off on the way. Um, our sports camps are for 7- to 13-year-olds, and it's $200 for the week, which is a, an amazing cost. 
it includes lunch. You don't have to pack your kids' lunch or anything like that. We provide everything. You just um, drop them off, camp starts at 8.30, and pick them up at 3.30. It's a good good, good uh, value for your money right there. Yes, yes. And Kristen, yes. I want you to tell you tell the uh, viewers, uh, the people listening right here, how who the kind of people that you have at these camps? Because last year we got to experience it; it was amazing. Yes, it's amazing. So your camper would sign up for a particular sport. So various um, locations have different sports. Um, like our Madison East um, camp, for example, um, they have fourteen different sports to choose from. So they participate in that sport all week, um, two hours a day. So they get ten hours of sports instruction. From someone that is a college coach, um, a college athlete, like they are an expert in that sport. Your kid doesn't necessarily have to have ever played that sport, and so they can come out and play tennis for the first time or lacrosse. Um, we even have table tennis or ping pong. If what? Like ping pong. Yes. So we're super excited about that. Um, it's the first year to offer table tennis, so your kid gets to pick. Um, that sport and then focus on that all week so yes oh that is that is fantastic i think i'm looking at it right here baseball mm-hmm. basketball <clears throat> cheerleading fishing football golf karate lacrosse did you lacrosse <laughs> soccer softball table tennis tennis track yeah. volleyball they got somebody for every one of those sports that is amazing yes it's amazing some of them you do have to provide your own equipment others you don't you can just go to our website and see which ones. But remember, you can always borrow equipment or find it on a yard at a yard sale or something like that. It's a great way for kids to figure out if they, you know, want to play the sport. So. You know, Kristen, me and my wife thought it would be a great idea to play uh, tennis. So we, you oh, know, yeah. we really wanted to invest in the sport. So we went to the yeah. thrift store and we got us two rackets for about a dollar. It was amazing. Yes. Found out real yes. quick we weren't good at that sport. Hmm. So, <laughs> you're glad you only paid a dollar. Yes, yes, it was. I, yes, it was worth my dollar. You, you, okay. you got a dollar's <laughs> worth of fun out of it. Yes, yeah. yes. and extra, way more exercise than fun. But you know, it was that. So, <laughs> I have to ask, like the athlete that's coming to to help with with table tennis. His last name isn't Gump, is it? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have his own special paddle from, from Vietnam. Please tell us it's Gump. <laughs> Please. Uh, that'd be awesome. But he is ranked nationally, so he's mostly. <laughs> that is the... um, I wish I could don't put that. song in front of him. You have to say table tennis. Table tennis. Table right. tennis. I would, I would be that way, too. Like, you know, don't wow. call it. This is not some child's game. This right. is table tennis. Right. Thou shalt not yes. judgeth the table tennis. Yes. Yes. I'd like yes. to get a, a you know, like a, a, a peek at his match.com profile. <laughs> Nationally ranked <laughs> table tennis player. Yes. Yes. Wipe yes. right. Medal of honor for that. <laughs> anyway, just like Gump. Anyway, so, Kristen, we are so glad that you called. So you've got to be a part of FCA Sports Camp. It is amazing. Yes. Me and Steven actually got to go experience it live last year. It was great. Oh, yes. We hope you all come back. And oh. if you're not a 7 to 13-year-old, there's PLT, which is power leadership training. Talk about um, that. that. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully you've heard uh, our little ad stuff on the radio or you've seen on social media. Uh, but it's August 2 and 3. And um, it is in Huntsville at the VBC. And so come and hang out. Kind of like a back-to-school retreat. Yeah. And right now, the cost is $99. That what? Is on Friday night. All your meals on Saturday. A t-shirt um, and a ticket to the PLT party, which features Sadie Robertson for King & Country and Anthem Light. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Another great value. Y'all are like popping it out. That's amazing. Yes. And if there are any places in Marshall County, if you're a business or your school, and you would like one of our posters to hang up, we'd be glad to deliver it to you. We're just trying to get the word out so nobody says, I know nothing about it. You know, we want them to yeah. hear about it. So, Well, Kristen, you are amazing, and we always very much enjoy your calls, but we would love a visit from you one day. I know, so, I know, because y'all have great snacks, and I'm all about the snacks. S- snacks, food. We give you food. What we, you got today? We're gonna, we got the Charburger. 
We'll talk about that as soon as I hang up the phone, but the Charburger <laughs> is with us, and they are amazing, and you would love them. Just saying. Yes. If, you're, yes. if you're rolling okay, through Marshall County, you got to make that happen. Come on, Kristen. Next time they line you up, you got to be in the studio. Okay, and then we'll have snacks when y'all come visit us. Oh, come on, somebody. Anyway, Kristen, it's so good to talk to you. Go to, uh, tell them the website, Kristen. NorthAlabamaFCA.org. That's right. You can find anything and everything that is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. All the social medias. Yes. You want to tell them those addresses real quick? Well, it's easier if you just go. Yeah, go to the website. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Kristen, we're so glad we got to talk to you. Yes, have a great Tuesday, everybody. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Hey, as as Kristen was saying, we love some Char Burger. Yes, we do. And they are the home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. They're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Gunnersville. Uh, their phone number is 256-505-4720. And now, today's clutch moment. So, uh, something cool happened this last uh, few weeks. A man named Tiger Woods. That's a strange name. Yeah. After 11 years of winning absolutely nothing. Was it 11 years or 15 years? 11. Without winning absolutely anything, wins the Masters. Right? That little golf tournament there in Georgia. Yeah, that one in Augusta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Augusta. Anyway, uh, and, and he wins after 11 years of, of failure, 11 years of people bad talking him. not winning him. a major. Yeah. And struggling and having his body just break down on him. Yeah. Going through a, a DUI and very public uh, DUI arrest. And like there was a moment where his, his back broke down on him so badly that he couldn't walk, much less... He never thought he'd swing a golf club again. He was just trying to get get around, yeah, you know, and have some semblance of a quality of life, yeah, uh, for the rest of his days. Did you guys see this? Did you I see did. about Tiger winning? Yeah, I thought it was crazy. It is crazy. Awesome. Uh, but there's a video uh, that I've played before, watched it, and it was just the commentators for years, just like he'll never come back. He's never going to be anything. He's nothing special, you know. He's he's already hit his prime. You know, and then he comes out, and I just I like the win, the hole that he wins on, just the mm-hmm. celebration. It's like mm-hmm. you can see it all over his face, all over his body. That finally, finally, I proved those people wrong. Finally, I made it. Uh, and I think, yeah, I made it right. And I think the way he won, um, I mean, it, you couldn't have scripted this any better if if you were if you were writing a, a, a movie because yeah, it was his experience on the course. Um, I mean, not not taking away from his consistent play, the way he played and shot that day was was incredible. Yeah, but it was ultimately his experience after playing this this course for years and years uh, that that gave him the edge. And you know, it was just for me that was a cherry on top for his comeback because yeah, it's one thing to just you know shoot really well and you know shoot better than the other players, but when you shoot better because you know the course because you know like on that. Um, Anyway, I could go into it like really detailed, but anyway, his experience won over, and I feel like that was just sort of like the cherry on top for his comeback. Yeah, and this is my point in all that. You know, today I want to talk to you about the comeback. The comeback, because let's be honest, all of us in life, I'm not saying that we're destined to constantly fail, but we're destined to fail, right? We, we, If we're honest, most of us fail at least once a week, and if we're really honest... Every one of us fell at least once a day, right? Oh, yeah. Do y'all feel that way? Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. At something, right? Mm-hmm. I, it may be a class. It may be. It may be at life. It may a be lot at of practice. Times, a lot of times I fell at waking up. You know. Right. Right. There you go. <laughs> Jim just admitted it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but so many of us, you know, we're we're destined for uh, failures. Inevitable. In other words, it's gonna happen. It's it's part of our everyday life. And in one way or another, probably once a day at least, we're all going to fail, right? And, I, and I'm not trying to be negative, but it's just truth. But but I, I want to say this. Christianity is the gospel of the comeback. It's the gospel of the comeback. And uh, what is the comeback? The Webster Dictionary actually defines a comeback as a return 
to a former position or condition as of success or prosperity. But I, I love about God's kingdom that he does not only want us to return to our former position, but he longs for us to surpass it. Mm-hmm. I love that about God. Mm-hmm. I love that he wants us to go beyond the comeback. He wants us to go into the succeeding and thriving and moving place. And so there's actually a story about a man in the Bible. He One of the greatest comebacks of all time in the Bible. His name is Moses. In Moses in Exodus chapter 2, he starts out right as a baby in a basket being pushed down a river. Uh, and so the princess of Egypt picks him out of the river, out of the river, the Nile River, and adopts him. He becomes the prince of Egypt, and for 40 years he's the prince of Egypt until one day he sees these, this Hebrew slave being beaten by an Egyptian, and it bothers him. It bothers him bad enough that he kills this Egyptian soldier. Thinking nobody even knew or understood what was going on the next day, he sees two uh, Hebrew slaves fighting each other. He says something, and they say, "What? you really have room to talk. You killed this guy. So he takes off running, knowing that the Pharaoh will be after him, which he does come after him, and wants to kill him. But Moses ran from his past, like many of us would like to do. Many of for us like would, a long time. Yeah, for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. 40 years. So... Okay, so fast forward to the ripe old age of 80 years old. 80 years old. Spry guy. Yeah, yeah. Been hiding in the desert. The only contact you've had is with your wife, your father-in-law, your sister-in-laws, and the sheep that you take care of. You know? It's great company. It's a lonely existence. Yeah. <laughs> but lessons of the comeback. Number one, let's talk about this. Failure is the beginning of... And not the end of the story. Explain how this statement can be true, Jameson. Well, I think it's especially true in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Uh, you're never defined by your failure. Yeah. Um, I was in preparation for this. I was reading. I have a... There's an evangelist that I know. His name is Emilio Sanchez. And I just want to read a quick little part of his testimony. Great says, name. Great name. After being... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very fun to say. Yeah. Um, sometimes I just say it when I'm, when I'm you know, having a bad Emilio day. And I feel Sanchez. better. <laughs> but um, he's an evangelist from right here in North Alabama. And he, uh, he posted this on Facebook. He said, after being sentenced to six years uh, in prison and doing several years in jail, messed up and broken, God had a perfect plan for me. Before I was in my mother's womb, he designed me and created me to preach his word. My friends, I encourage you today that no devil in hell or demon on earth can change or cancel the perfect plan God has for you. And nothing and no one can take the gifting God placed in you. So, I mean, it goes to show you that that was not the end of his story. Yeah, Uh, just the beginning. You know, God doesn't send bad things, you know, in people's lives, but God uses those things to to, uh, refine us and to pull you know character out of us and set us up for success and like you said uh for something greater than we had before yeah and and uh which comes to my second point we've got to ignore the outside voices Mm -hmm. in our lives and 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 i'm gonna go to blake and Gemma. uh in your we're gonna talk to you about your sports and stuff like that uh but have you ever felt that you were uh unqualified unable to be and do what you needed to do in your sport i feel like early like before high school i felt like i needed to to work harder yeah just to help my team win more and that's what i did in the off season yeah yeah i mean all the time i just i doubt myself that's a that's a big thing in sports um are you really good enough to perform in this moment yeah um but it's, it's just good to just be able to fall back onto the default and how you practice and um, just letting that show say, even if you don't think that you're you're, you're good enough, yeah, you've practiced to be yeah. good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Jameson, I, I want to ask you this. Why do we naturally go to our failures in our mind when we're trying to do great things? Oh, man, I... I... I think it's just because we're human and I feel like, and maybe that's not true for everybody, but I feel like for me, it's like this, this moment of fear and this moment of, but what if I fail? But what if, Yeah. you know, and our our minds are just, if you're, if your mind, especially if it isn't, um, you know, 
as the Bible talks about, you know, renewing your mind. Yeah. If your mind isn't renewed, it's going to go to that place all the time. And uh, when when you step out in faith, and it's just like, you know, especially if it's something you feel like God has, you know, asked you to do and told you to do and called you to do, you have to walk in a confidence, in that godly confidence that this is what I've been called to do. And it's not you relying on your ability. You're just, you know, walking in what God's asked you to do. But even if it's something like sports, yeah. um, you know, like the great ones, they have that swagger. They have that confidence. I mean, they prepare, but they have that confidence and you know, they don't ever have that negative thought of this isn't going to happen. They're constantly reinforcing their self with I'm going to do this. I'm going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's just it's just a matter of um, changing our mindset. Yeah. And my, my last uh, s- statement here, failure will either wreck you or motivate you. So any of you that would like to answer, how can failure become motivation I feel like you'll tell yourself hey I've already failed might as well improve off of this might as well push forward and just learn from it Yeah. yeah and and once you've failed it's it's a great place to be and say I don't want to be there anymore yeah you know like I want to live through that, that again yeah let that um encourage you to keep working on it yeah I think I was thinking about this before this was ever a clutch um, the other night when uh, I was watching the Sixers and the Raptors in Game 7, and it came down to a last-second shot, and Kawhi Leonard puts one up, and Joel Embiid just barely got there in time to get in his way, and it bounced in. So yeah. he was just a bounce out away from, you know... Winning the game. Winning, yeah. in, you know, or, you know, the... The, the Sixers were a bounce out away from from advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals, and you could see the emotion on Joel Embiid's face because he lost. Yeah, and all these other players from the Raptors were coming over and consoling him, and you know pumping him up. And I just I feel like in that moment, if this didn't happen to Joel Embiid, I feel like he's going to be ten times better next season. Right, because this he's going to feel this sting. He's going to taste that failure and defeat, and it's going to motivate him to never be back there again. I feel like next year is going to, just a hot take here, I feel like he's going to have an incredible year next year. He's going to go crazy. That whole team will. Yeah. Because this is where they've been. Like even Michael Jordan, though he won, you know, six championships, he had to go through the Detroit Pistons in the early 90s and the bad boys. um, You know, if you know anything about early 90s basketball, they with I mean Jordan has said this himself. If he didn't play Detroit in the early nineties, there wouldn't have been any championships in Chicago. Yeah. So like I said, God doesn't use bad thing God doesn't send you bad things, but he will use adversity to better you. Yeah. So I think uh that's one way failure can become a motivation. And I mean some people, you know, they just don't want failure. They yeah. don't want to fail and they do everything they can to avoid it. And and uh I think that's the other way it motivates you. But I feel like Sometimes you have to fail yeah. to be great. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I heard you know we all we all discuss this even though you're going to Auburn, Gemma. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, she's a Bama fan, uh, but you know I heard Nick Saban say this. Uh, he was talking about why they failed at the national championship, oh, yeah. and he said, you know what, they needed to fail earlier. Mm-hmm. And and I and I've learned this about every Bama team I've ever watched, right? They usually do way better after they lose yeah. than they did when they win a lot, right? And, and and this is what Nick Saban was saying. He said, you know, I, I've heard him say this in a previous interview. From winning, you don't really learn that much. Mm-hmm. From losing, it hurts so bad that you want to improve. That you actually see that there's a need for improvement. And you, it motivates you and drives you to do incredible things. And so, uh, I, I think that's where we stand right there. Yeah, and I mean, you, know? you remember after we lost to Clemson in the first national championship. We're not going to talk about this last one because we're just not. Yeah. But after the <laughs> it first was one, we lost. And, you know, Nick Saban just said, well, let's, let's hope we don't waste the failure. Which sounded really harsh. Yeah. But those players understood what that meant. Is He's that a they, great motivator. They have, they, they, this you have to learn from this. Yeah. So you're not back here. And guess where we were the next year? We back won a national championship. And won. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth and 26. Such, such a big deal. Uh, but uh, we just, hey, William and Kerry Brock, proud of these hey. two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Peppers, we're glad you're on here. Uh, anyway, we got Crossville Nation on the radio with us. And I have had a blast with these guys. 
So, uh, before we go, I just want to tell you about a lovely, magical burger place mm-hmm. called Char Burger. That's it. How yeah. good was that burger? Probably one of the better burgers I've had. Come on, somebody. I've never, I've never ate there, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. He'll, he'll eat there now. He'll do it now. Oh, yeah. uh, they're home of the famous Char Grilled Wildcat Burger, which is what my boy Blake just ate. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, They have chicken fingers, Philly cheese steaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. Located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Gunnersville. Uh, their phone number is also 256-505-4720. In case you need to call ahead and order a life-changing burger. Hey, we're going to go to some music. Here's Erica Mason with Whirlwind right here on the Varsity. Wake up, I don't want to wake up. Let me hit the snooze again. I don't want to lose again. Wrong one, my bad. Here you go. Second time. Let's try this. Yes, it is. I just gave myself the stink eye. <laughs> now, that, <laughs> now that we're up to speed. Roar! There's the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gemma and Blake are in the studio from Crossville Lines, and they are just amazing. Amazing. Y'all I, are amazing. Oh, oh, we have seriously had just a, just an incredible time. Uh, but we are so excited to talk to you guys. Thank y'all for coming. So Thank you. Excited. Thank you for having us. So let me ask you, I'm, I'm going to ask the first question. What is your favorite thing about being on a team? Just team, just being together, having, if you have friends on your team and just doing everything together, whether it be on, on the court or field or off or wherever. Yeah, I I really cherish the friendships that I've gotten from being on a team. But I also, being on a team is important. It, it has taught me how to work well with others, whether you like a person or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that sounds like I'm throwing shade, but I'm no. not. No, but um, it's a yeah, good lesson. It's just, yeah, it's a good life lesson to learn. Okay, so like, when was it that you guys decided that you wanted to pursue pursue your perspective? Pursue, pursue. <laughs> give a sign, give a sign. Oh, no. my, my name, my name is Jameson, and words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, when was it that you guys knew you wanted to pursue your perspective sports? Well, I've started since third grade playing basketball and i, I think uh around seventh or eighth grades when i really wanted to i guess really pursue it and like focus on it okay i started softball when i was five okay um well t-ball i guess technically but um yeah i i loved it i have a competitive nature and um so like in t-ball you know they don't keep score and after every game, I would come up to my parents and be like, who won? And they're like, uh, I, I don't know. So then they started keeping the score, and, you know, I just I just loved it. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. I see a question, uh, and David Chapman says this. <laughs> whose friend is David Chapman? Both okay. of ours. Yeah. He says, can, can you ask Blake about his feeling of the first area championship for basketball for the first time in 11 years? So, yes, I uh, can, David. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, Blake, how did it feel to win the area championship <laughs> in 11 years? Yeah. I think I could say the same for the whole team. I, I think it was amazing just because something like that hasn't been done in so long, and it was just a great feeling. Special. Especially because we wasn't, the, I guess, the favorites to win it. So Yeah. So, Brad uh, Hood, that's my baby. Aww. <laughs> So I'm guessing that's for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. But anyway, uh, so so you enjoyed being on a team, uh, and, and when you learned you were going to be a part of that, and so how many years have you played your sport, uh, Jenna? Jenna, how? Long, I'm sorry, Jenna. I got to mess up a name every week. It's part it's of the, part of the contract. City Radio Show. Yes, that's yes. That's somebody's name. So, Gemma, yeah. how long have you been playing softball? I've played for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you've been playing all but five years of your life. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Have you enjoyed it? Oh, I've loved it. It's awesome. I 
I cried like a baby my last game. Yeah. It was sad. Uh, it sounds normal. How was it? What did you do in those five years to prepare you for your 15-year career um, as a I, softball player? I really, I really worked on the fundamentals of walking. That was, that was a big a big thing. Yeah. I love that answer. That was great. You've got to walk before you can run, kids. That's right. That's right. Whatever you do, don't fall. <laughs> or kick the dog. One of the two. Anyway, so Blake... How long have you been playing? I'm talking about the five years. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So Blake, uh, so you you play basketball, and uh, how long have you done that? About ten years. I think I was about eight years old when I started. Yeah, and it was mainly I mainly wanted to play because my brother played basketball, and he went on to play at Swanee, and I I was inspired by him. It's awesome. Have you been inspired by anybody else? To play basketball and to, to push mm-hmm. yourself. Kevin Durant's my favorite player, and he probably he he hasn't really inspired me to like he didn't inspire me to start playing, mm-hmm. but he inspired me to work harder because I like to I like the way he plays, and that's how I like to play. Gemma, was there anybody for you that kind of inspired you to 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 work harder or to to walk better, like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that would just, be mom and dad. Yeah, just seeing my parents walking around so well. Yeah, no. Um, I don't. I I don't know of any um, older players that I've seen. I mean, just the people around me. Like, I want to play well so that they can have an enjoyable time as well. You know, you know, it's more fun to win than lose. Right. Always. But, yeah. I at one point I used to pitch and then and then I quit. But while I pitched, um. I would watch Jackie Traina pitch mm. for Alabama, and I, I was really inspired by her. She's mm. she's a great pitcher person. Yeah. Speaking of inspiration, their softball team this year. Yes. Uh, wow. Heart, heartbreaking loss in the the SEC championship or the SEC tournament final, uh, giving up that that one run lead in the sixth inning. I, I watched it. It was it was rough, but we won the regular season championship, and we're still you know going to go to Oklahoma City. So yeah. Enjoy your win, Gators, because it's probably the only one you'll get. Ooh. Roll time. Ooh. There we go. Uh, so I'm looking at your coaches right here. And uh, Jay Shankles, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Gemma? Yes. Uh, what is the greatest thing Jay has taught you in softball and life? Or uh, greatest lesson that you've come away from him coaching you? Uh, Let's see. He, he is great about... Um, Uh, teaching life life lessons along with while he's teaching the sport. So uh, a lot of the stuff he does, he does so that he can drive us to be better people. I yeah. think he cares about um, how we leave high school and leave the sport that he coached us in more than how we're doing in that sport yeah. in that moment. And that just means a lot. Um, I, we've gotten che- chewed out at you know practices and some of it was we've just you know had bad attitudes and he's he's big about you've got to have a good attitude in in sports in life and everything um yeah so he's he's been a good um role model and uh, a good teacher for solid life lessons awesome yeah. and, and blake your coach is pete martin and is that brow brock brock okay <laughs> i'm handwriting. just i'm trying to read <laughs> what i'm saying okay so, Brock, uh, what have they taught you about basketball, and how have they helped you progress over time? Well, I believe that no matter what's going on, I, f- I feel like the number one thing is just keep playing through adversity. Yeah. That no matter what happens, that you can have laser focus, and you can always just stay improved, like stay focused on what you need to do, know your roles, um, be good teammates, and just just learn from your experiences awesome so we just had a caller and they wanted us to ask you about dealing with the difficulties of type 1 diabetes and the sport so can you talk a little bit about that um definitely i have to i'm type 1 diabetic and i have to watch my diabetes i have to make sure my blood sugars blood sugars leveled and if i end up feeling weak or feel like i need to come out i just tell the coach yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah It's, it doesn't seem like anything that's really held you back. It seems like it's just something you've been able to deal with, and hey, this is just part of 
mm-hmm. who I am. I just and, gotta, yeah, keep going through it. Awesome, mm-hmm. man, that's great. It's fantastic. All right, so like, I think it's great that you guys have had coaches that have instilled this in you and and uh, and done that for you. And I know you you mentioned it a minute ago. But um, with you being a senior, what do you want to leave your teammates and, and even your classmates? What what kind of impression you want to leave them? And uh... yeah, um, I I think it's important to have left behind. Um, just I hope that I'm remembered by having a, a good attitude. You know, mm-hmm. like I with everything that I do, because you're gonna face adversity and you're going to face failures and how do you react to that i hope that people have seen me and they've noted you know that um i reacted well and tried to stay positive you know like i hope that i could have inspired other people to do the same Mm -hmm. that's a great answer a lot of people that's an undervalued asset is an attitude because like you're saying you could be down 23 to nothing but if your attitude is good, your your team's going to at least stay in there and keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake, I know that you're you're a junior this year, and you're going to be a senior this year. Yes, sir. Or this following, this upcoming season, what do you want to do with your senior season? Not, and I mean, not just from a wins and loss standpoint, but like, what do you want to do? H- how do you want to? What kind of senior do you want to be? Like, what kind of leadership do you want to instill? And in your underclassmen uh, i want them to to know that just go through adversity and just react positive be a positive uh that they can be leaders too and just because there's a senior on the team doesn't mean that they have to i mean obviously i believe that they need to be a, up there and be a good senior good role model but that they can help pick other people up if they've fallen down mm-hmm. and just be positive toward one another and keep a good attitude so, I, Blake, I see that you've won. I mean, you've accomplished a lot of things. You're all-county, all-area, area, area uh, tournament MVP, all-area uh, tournament team. And uh, what's it like having those accomplishments under you? How's it feel to know that you've accomplished that so far? I don't which, really... And before you answer, which one matters the most to you? Uh, <laughs> the thing that matters the most to me is just uh just winning whether it be if i if i get achievements or not i have to have a team to help me through it and i feel like i just want to win and help my teammates get better too if i can and help them win because it's all a team game and that's that's what i feel like awesome and jim i see this sar and dar alabama rural health will you explain that how that accomplishment um kind of irrelevant to sports uh that's okay sar and dar are um good citizenship awards uh sar is for 11th grade dar is for 12th grade um i was voted on by the faculty for both of those so that was awesome um and the rural health scholars excuse me rural health scholars program uh that was the thing i did this past summer um you spend a month at the university of alabama and you take chemistry and an english class um and there's only like 20 people chosen to do that. Um, wow. But it was an awesome experience. So That's, that's incredible. Hey, we're going to go to some music. Uh, but before we do, we want to tell you about somebody who wins all the time. They're Charburger. That's right. Uh, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're a winner in our books. And they have a char-grilled Wildcat burger, chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. They're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 Gunnersville, Alabama. You can contact them or pre-order at 256-505-4720. Stephen? Here's Impact with Grateful. All praises to the God above. Not a little, but a lot of love. You won't have it, everybody does. But the little I'm giving is not enough. So here we go to the fun part of the interview. I love this part, Jameson. It's so fantastic. We're going to start out with this question. What is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you 
either off the field, on the field, on the bus, to the game, in the practice, wherever. That you can share on Christian radio. Yes, I like how he prefaces that. I love his mood. That you can share on Christian radio. <laughs> and this is NBR News. Stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You're listening to NPR. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, mine is probably when I was on JV in ninth grade. I, uh, it's pretty violent, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I had a, a pretty good mood. Uh, I did a crossover, and the guy fell. And I said, okay, I'm about to make a highlight out of this. I went up and airballed a layup uh, right after I did it. Yeah. So I'll you not- broke his ankle. Yes. But he broke your concentration. Yes. <laughs> so I said, I can't, I, I got focused. He went full Lonzo Ball on it. That's- yes. You know, I, I think he got the wrong end rough. of the deal yeah. there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. And I, I see you you put something an air ball layup in the same play. Yes, in the same. Wow. It was in the same play. You know, is I feel bad for him right yeah. now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then uh, Jim, uh, 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 sixth grade wardrobe. Yeah, okay, so all of my friends love to bring it up now. So, in fifth fifth and sixth grade, um, I expressed myself through my clothing. There you go. I would wear ties. Okay. It was, oh my goodness, it's embarrassing. Shorts (laughs) with, like, very colorful leggings under them. Yeah, okay. I don't don't even know what. Like Jameson socks. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm no, just no, kidding. No, no. Van Gogh. Yeah. It's just, it's just Van Gogh. Yeah. Just Starry Night. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm, but, I'm um, not one of those Whovian people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Whovians. No, no. Um. Yeah, but uh, that's honestly, they still like. I still just get red faced when they bring it up today. I just yeah. can't. Mm. Why did I do that to myself? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I went through a phase where I, I like wearing it. hot pink a lot because it was funny. It was like an ironic thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I first got here, uh, Jameson's one of my youth leaders. I'm the youth pastor. It, for a solid probably month, you had a cat shirt on every week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about a bearded man and a cat shirt. <laughs> In the first two years I was here, him and his fire small groups bought me cat shirts to wear. So, yep. yeah. How many, how many times has my fire group won? A lot. Twice. Okay, yes. Two out of three uh, times. Anyway. We should have won the third time. That's Still bitter about that, right, but you know what? Right. It's okay. <laughs> anyway. So, we're going to win our fourth one. So, <laughs> so, I was just talking about his fashion statement. Right. I, I love it. I love that about him. Yeah. So, I, you know what? You made it. You're, it's your senior uh, yeah, year. Yeah. And uh, what even you though they bring it up. Is when you walk, you should wear a tie and colorful leggings. You know what it oh, is, yeah. Gemma? It's, People are jealous because you are just having the time of your life. brave enough to express you know. yourself. Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, one of my friends, she's like, you know, when I was there and you were doing it, I was like, I wish I could dress like that. She's right. so cool. But, right. but See? Looking, no, but looking back, oh, <laughs> horrible idea. Horrible. We decision. all have that. Uh, we've all made bad decisions in our so, lives, so okay. there's I got, that. I got y'all a question. Go ahead. All right, so... In, in playing sports, and the both of you seem to enjoy and be passionate about the sport you've played. Especially breaking people's ankles yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. And airballing it. Uh, yeah. Now, we all know that you know the, the best part of a game for me is um, the officials. Oh. Yes, this is a great question. I need, oh, the look they gave was just mm-hmm. golden. I need both of you to give me your best or worst official story or umpire story. Oh. <laughs> Blake's pretty. Blake is passionate everybody, everybody over here. Knows. Everybody that's watching, they already know. I've only if, got. If you guys, mm. if you're watching and, and, and you're friends with Blake and Gemma and you know a story, go ahead and uh, shoot it up on Facebook Live. By the way, uh, we've got nine minutes left on this interview at least, and so you can ask us questions. We'll ask them. Yeah. You just got to go to at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. Uh, uh, at Varsity Radio Show, we're the unofficial Varsity Radio page. We didn't choose that name; they did it. Uh, but yeah. ask us questions, yeah. and we'll ask them. So go uh, ahead, Blake. go ahead. I need y'all's worst umpire story or official story. Okay, it was this past season. And I've never got a technical before, and this wasn't this wasn't a bad technical. Like I didn't punch anybody. Or you didn't break anybody's anybody. ankles. No. Okay, <laughs> but uh, it was a rough game, and uh, my teammate got fouled is what everybody was thinking and then 
on the other end, he that same teammate blocked a shot. And I said, are you kidding me? And the ref said, uh, don't you talk to me like that. And I just looked away <laughs> and I said, I'm not scared. <laughs> I was wow. just in the heat of the moment. I wasn't. Hey, you didn't take any smack from this dude. Yeah. Wow. But like, you've never had just like a horrible call. Nah. Other than nothing like, come on. You've never had somebody like, you barely graze somebody and you get called for charging. Like, come on. Well, something. I've been pushed down like full arm shoved. No call before. Mm-hmm. Thank I'm you, like, wow. Your yeah. friends are interacting with us on Facebook, so I have many stories on Gemma Hood. Mallory. <laughs> oh, Mallory Hamburg. Ask yeah. Blake about getting shattered by Jesse Pittman. Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, <laughs> I can't say much about that. Okay. <laughs> 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 ah, okay. Uh, yeah. That's, nice. You. I love Those the Facebook days. audience. So, okay. so, so, Gemma, I need your umpire story. Well, okay, so I slap hit. Um, okay. In softball. N- Explain a- to the viewers or the listeners what slap hitting is. Okay, so normally in softball or baseball, you just have stationary hitting. You just stand there and hit the ball. But with slap hitting, you um, take steps and it's like you're running towards um, the pitcher and then you kind of slap at the ball. And usually, a lot of times, uh, the purpose is to slap it down into the dirt and then bounce so it'll bounce up. And sometimes just to like pop it over the infield's. Uh, heads almost like a glorified bunt yeah 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 a lot of times it is a good old bunt um but we've had many many bad calls uh with ump saying that i've done it illegally or i've i've bunted i I was bunting instead so on like on two strikes you can't bunt Mm -mm. um and so a lot of times it'll be i'll have two strikes because i'm big on fouling i I, like every time (laughs) i'm up to bat i just foul off all the time but um so the most common call is that um, I'm bunting on a on a third strike, and so then they'll call me that. And and uh, me and uh, Coach Shingles always joke about it, and we're always you know cracking up. We're like they don't know anything, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's. Um, I mean, there's no specific instance, but that's happened a couple of times, and it always just like, ooh, it angers me. Like uh, I, I'm a big baseball fan, and uh, I uh, I follow an Instagram page called Umpire Hate. If you guys have never followed that one and you're baseball fans, go follow that. That'll give you some rage right there. I've seen uh, balls that uh, have been in the dirt uh, called on strike three. Balls that were in the batter's box, the opposite batter's box, strike three. I've I've seen people get hit by a pitch. (laughs) Strike three. Just crazy stuff like that. There was one time, I remember, I um, hit the ball and um, we were were playing at Hoax Bluff. Um, Hit the ball, ran to first. Heard my or like my foot hit the base, ran through. Then afterwards, heard the ball hit the girl's glove. Mm-hmm. Um, called me out. Ooh. I said, "What?" Ooh. That was I think that was last season or no? It was it was like the early this season. If people were still talking about it. It's man, uh, like. Yeah. By the way, I, Trey Bowman, he he can see that it's you. We we have a screen here <laughs> yeah. that tells us uh, he wanted me to make sure you knew who it was. So it's uh. He was our, uh, he was a player on our rivalry team, right, right. Geraldine. Yeah, yeah. And it was a packed gym, and he just he crossed me over, and I just ate the hardwood. Oh, yeah, hey, it was uh, bad. That, he, actually, he, that's probably the most embarrassing moment. There you go. Okay. Hey, did you happens. have a question? No. I'm no. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay. So uh, in this this uh, I like this part right here, I, and I'm amazed here that you can juggle. Yeah. How can we? We got anything she can juggle in here? Like water bottles? Three? Can you uh, do this? No. Not the water no. is the weight distribution. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. So Gemma can juggle. No. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm a majorette in the band. Come on now. Well. Yeah. There so um, twirl baton. I've twirled since I was in fourth grade. Um, but that's how I learned. <clears throat> a lot of times, like uh, when I was uh, like a pinch runner. In like eighth and ninth grade for the varsity team, I would just sit in the dugout and just juggle softballs, and, you know, just practicing my form for baton and stuff. Ninety percent of baseball or softball is just boredom in the dugout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that so kind true. of stuff happens. Yeah, and uh, Blake, you're dunking. You obviously look like you could <laughs> dunking, and you like to rot. Uh, I don't know if I like to rot, but like in school, whenever we have riding contests, uh. I've won a couple writing contests. What do you write about? Uh, I've wrote a short story before, and I've wrote about my diabetes before. Hmm. Wow. 
That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, just our Facebook audience is hilarious today. But TJ Henderson says this, I think, to you, Jim. Uh, referees are sensitive when talking about their mamas. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then Mallory Aguero. Ham- Guerrero. Guerrero. Guerrero, yeah, says, I taught her how to juggle. Yeah, she's I taught her how instructor. to twirl. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Uh, ma'am, we have just, I can't tell you how much we've enjoyed having you on this show, uh, before and after the middle, all the parts, yeah. y'all have been just amazing. Uh, and so we are so glad that you came. Uh, we hope you have a great rest your senior year and I hope everything goes good for you in college. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. St- stay true to the tide. Oh yeah. Stay true to the tide. <laughs> I think my parents are hoping that too. Yeah. And so, uh, so we uh, we're proud of y'all. Uh, I know Crossville is, and so all I can say now is go lines, go lines. Go That's lines. right, That's right. <laughs> Stephen. All right, you got some great music for you. I just had a request, actually. I've got to find this real quick. So, um, yeah, my little girl Grace, she has this favorite song, and I think it would be okay to play this song for you guys. I just got a request from my four-year-old. How awesome is that? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's uh, Lauren Daigle, Look Up Child. Yeah. So, oh, love go ahead. Real quick, I think, I think y'all will like this one. Take a listen to this right after the ID. 88.5 JFM is WJIA Guntersville, making your day better. Now on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 885JFM.com. Where are you now when darkness is? Where are you now when the world is crumbling? Hey there, welcome back to the Varsity Radio Show. (laughs) It might be the middle of May, but uh, it's never too early for a little Christmas cheer. Uh, (laughs) This music's great. The time has come for (laughs) trivia. Yes, it has. So how this is going to work is I'm going to ask a question, and you will call in and give us the answer. And then if you get that correct, we will ask you two more questions while you're on the line. All right? Everybody got that? Yeah. Here is the first question. And by the way, you will win, if you get all three correct, two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Uh, They are uh, not valid for... Uh, 3D or blackout showings. Like, if the movie's sold out, you can't just show up with a ticket and be like, but I got a free ticket. They'll be like, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, so here's our first question. Who tries to stop Christmas from coming by stealing all the things from Christmas from the Who's? From Hmm. the Who's. Who tries to stop Christmas from coming by stealing all the presents from the Who's? That's right. That number is 256-505-0885. All right. We've gotten a caller. Uh, who are you? Belinda. Hey, Melinda. Melinda. Belinda. Hi. Thank you so much for calling. Have <laughs> uh, you got an answer to our question? The Grinch? The Grinch is yes. correct. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Are you ready for your second question? Oh, I didn't know there was a second question. Oh, I yes, ma'am. I heard the radio. Okay. All right, a second and a third question. If you answer these next two questions oh, no. correctly, you will win two tickets to the Boaz Non Cinemas. Yes, you will. Okay. All right, here's your okay. second question. Uh, what was the name of the animated Christmas movie featuring Tom Hanks? Oh, oh my goodness, it's that train one. Oh, mm-hmm. what is it called? Oh, my goodness. I don't like it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. it has a man. It's 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 named after a it it is named after very heavyweight, mm-hmm. red suited man with a white beard. Christmas Express. Oh wait wait wait! I was wrong. I was wrong. The Polar Express is correct. Congratulations. Okay. My goodness. All right, we have one more. Oh, no, the pressure zone. Yes, ma'am. Here we go. You get this right, you get two tickets to the Boaz oh. Non-Cinemas. Okay. Well, I'm not doing too well. We'll see. Uh, uh, the red and white costume of Father Christmas was allegedly introduced by which soft drink company? Oh, Coca-Cola. There yeah! you go. Yeah! You have won. Yay! 
Miss Belinda, if you'll Yay! stay on the line, Stephen will get your information and we'll get your tickets to you. Thank you so much for playing right. and Merry Thank Christmas. You, Merry Christmas. <laughs> in May. In May. So. Hey, what's going on? This is Gavi, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Yeah, yeah. I need you to fight for me. Hey, guys, this is Brad Hudson from Disney World, headed towards the Epcot Center, and that sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find the Varsity Radio Show throughout the week. That's on Facebook at Unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show. On Instagram, Varsity underscore radio underscore show. On Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. And on iTunes and Google Play Podcast, the Varsity Radio Show. So go like, subscribe uh, to those platforms. So wow. I'm glad you guys have had a good show. Man, yeah. we it would only be better if you were here, Brad. Absolutely. Oh, you and your Mickey ears. trying to call me the unicorn, and I'm just not having it. <laughs> Name only only certain people can handle that. That's name. right. That's true. That's right. But I totally expect you to come back with a horn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, I do. I do have my. I do have my hat with the Mickey ears on. Yes. All right. You need to bring yeah. that back with you. Bring yes, that back. Brad, Sounds you're amazing. Good. We've missed you terribly. Mm-hmm. I've missed you guys. Thank you so much. Don't lie. You're in Disneyland. Yeah. (laughs) He's in the happiest place on earth other than the varsity radio show. Yeah. 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 So, Brad, we're so glad you called in and did the buzzer beater. You were amazing. Saved my life. Yes, sir. Yes. You're the best. Dedicated. Dedicated. Yes, sir. Absolutely. See you later, my friend. See you next week. See ya. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, if you're out there listening, next week is going to be a special week. We have softball players from the Douglas Eagles, and it's going to be really great. Madison Wright and Camille Thompson will be in the studio. We are super excited about that. And thanks to Coach Johnny Champion, uh, who is a fantastic coach and a great guy. Uh, anyway, they'll be in the studio next week. We are going to have an incredible show. It's going to be amazing. You're not going to want to miss it. So come back next week, 2.30 to 4.30, 885JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. You guys stay classy and don't you go change it.